What's up, everybody? We are back with the Magic and Andrew MMA betting show, episode 50. We somehow made it, guys. 50 episodes later, here we are. Big pay-per-view card this week. We've got Adesanya versus Pereira. Uh, a lot to get into today. Magic, as always, um, start us off. Carlos Olberg versus Nikolai Negamoreno. I feel like this is the perfect fight for you to start off. Yeah, this is a big fight. <laughs> Sadly, I cannot bet it because I would like a better number on Negumereanu and he's inside the distance. Like if he's, if he's inside the distance was plus 250, I would bet him for sure. But at this price, I'm going to pass on the fight all around. But like I really want Negumereanu to win this fight. The Transylvanian pain train. Like if he goes to 5-0, this, this may start to get serious, bro. <laughs> and I want Ulberg, Ulberg to lose. Like I don't like him. There's something about his face that is like, he's like very punchable. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is this is what this is one is for the ugly people of the world. <laughs> Negumereanu is the prince that was that was promised. Yeah, I, I like Olberg here, honestly. I was talking to you a little bit about this uh over text yesterday, but I think he's just the skill gap here is too wide. Olberg and then in Zach Chuku fight, he gassed after throwing a thousand punches, and I think his, we've gotten a discount. Not me. I missed out on it. But I think people have gotten a discount on him his last couple of fights. Negan Moreno, I just don't see how he could hang with Olberg at distance. I think this fight primarily stays on the feet. And, yeah, I, I just think the skill gap's too big here. I haven't bet it yet because the line's kind of been up and down. I'm hoping to get a little bit better of a number on Olberg. But I do think he gets it done here. I, I agree that the skill gap is too big. But in favor of Negan Moreno, like, he's much more skilled at fighting, bro. Like fighting. Like he, make, he makes shit happen. I, I get what you are saying, but what I have seen from Ulberg is like, I don't like his grappling at all. I think he has looked like garbage grappling, the, the very little we have seen. I think Negomeriano may be able to get takedowns consistently here and mold him a little bit. In that case, he's a very good bet, but I'm not sure because Ulberg is big. But this like, Ulberg is going to need a, he needs a, a clean fight. You know what I mean? A kickboxing fight, a straight punches, low volume preferably. And Negumereanu just makes it happen. Like he fights, he's, he has absolutely no timing at all. He fights like he's at a bar. I think he's going to get in, in, in Ulberg's face. And if, Ul if Ulberg doesn't hurt him early, this is going to become a brawl. And that's danger, danger, dangerous territory against the Transylvanian paint train. Yeah, I would just argue that Ulberg 100% takedown defense in the UFC. It's not like Nikolai's. Much of yeah, a dabbler. I mean, he he'll try it every now and again. I think he took down um, Ihor twice and um, in Zekchuku once. But yeah, I mean, maybe he gets a takedown or two. I think he's going to get knocked out on a counter. He's he's just too sloppy. Mm. Ulberg has beat complete tomato cans. I mean, who is Nikolai Negamoreno beat Ihor Potieria and Ike Villanueva? And Chuku, who beat Ulberg? That was the biggest robbery <laughs> of all time. What robbery? <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful display of fighting, the arts oh of fighting. God. That was maybe like the worst decision ever. Not even close. That was like that was top. No, all all. I, I thought he, I thought he lost, but it wasn't like a, the most horrendous robbery ever. He, he lost every round. Like clearly, he got outstruck. Like uh, you, you don't understand his style. <laughs> I think that's that's the thing. That's that much. Like he's going to be all over him. This is not Fabio Cerant. This is a real fighter here. <laughs> Yeah, like and subscribe. We're going 50 episodes. That's what uh, keeps us coming back. Uh, next fight, Julio Arce taking on Montel Jackson. Montel Jackson, minus 200 favorite. Julio Arce, 
plus 170. What do you like here? I think at this price, Arce has to be 100% aside. In my opinion, he looks very good coming coming down in weight. And Jackson is big, but I don't think he's going to be that big here. Like Arce is very, very big for the division, in my opinion. Punches hard, very clean. He's 100% the, the side money line wise, so I got greedy and took inside the distance. And Arthur is going to win a decision. I'm, go I'm going to lose my money, but it's a gigantic number. I think if Arte is winning two rounds here against this type of fighter, it means he's landing very clean or grappling. So uh, yeah, I like I like finish. Arte is a good fighter. Like I I think his his UFC run maybe he has underachieved a little bit. He's he's a really good fighter. Yeah, the, I think he's a very good fighter as well. Extremely well-rounded. John asked if he has a weakness. I don't think he necessarily has a weakness. I just think the athleticism gap is pretty yeah. wide here. He's like a civilian that is very skilled. Yeah. Um, Jackson, obviously, big reach, super athletic, fast twitch. But he's just not trustworthy. He's kind. Of, seems like kind of a flake. His strength of schedule is not very good. Um, I'm passing this one altogether. If I had to pick a side, it would probably be Arce. I after watching the Arthur last fight and then watching the fight, the, the guy fight again and do what he did to yeah. Castaneda, I mean, <laughs> that Arthur win looks like the best win in the history of the UFC inside because yeah, that was a zombie. That, that went age well for sure. Um, so we'll be rooting for Arce over here. I'm picking Jackson, but I think from a betting perspective, dog or pass. Uh, Sungwoo Choi versus Mike Trezano. I think... Um, I'll start this one off. I think both these guys have kind of let me down a little bit. Trudano, that was ugly in his last fight. Uh, Sung Woo Choi, again, another guy who dropped the ball as a favorite in his last fight. I think this is just going to probably play out as a close fight. I don't think much grappling will take place. I think it'll just be a close striking fight. I slightly favor Choi. A um, little big, a little more athletic. So I think the line is fine, but curious to hear your thoughts on this one. Yeah, I think Choi is going to win. I, I was considering playing him by knockout, but Trichano is pretty durable. I mean, he got killed last fight, but that was like very random. I, I thought he was about to take over in a big way, and then he got fucking murdered. That was yeah. very awkward. Um, Thanks, John. I mean, I bet Choi his last fight, that was a horrendous bet in hindsight. I thought it was a great bet. Then I watched the fight, and I was like, no, this wasn't a great bet against Kulibao, but Kulibao fought a very awkward fight, changing guards, like disrupting his timing. And Trichano is a tall guy that strikes in a linear way. I'm not sure how, many, how much grappling upside, if at all, he has here. I think this is probably a good fight uh, for Choi. Like, I, I kind of think he's going to catch Trichano and fucking hurt him bad, but I'm passing. Um, okay, next up, Karolina Kovalkiewicz taking on Silvana Gomez-Suarez. I know you're not passing this one. Can you start this one, please? Sure. Um, I don't know what to make of this fight. I think I'll start by saying I think a pick'em's about right. Carolina, I think, is a little bit better technically. Uh, she probably has some grappling upside, but Silvana Gomez Suarez definitely has the power advantage. She's a pretty good striker. I I've bet on her in the past. I just think this fight could play out a number of ways. If Carolina can get the grappling going, I think she could look like a big favorite. Uh, I think if it she could keep it on the feet, Gomez Suarez definitely um, the deserved favorite. So. I, all in all, I'm passing this one. I don't really – I'm trying to look for an angle here. I think the over-under is about right. I guess I would lean towards the over if I had to. Um, yeah, minus 140, not bad on the over, but it's an all-around pass for me. What do you got? Um, 
I think Carolina is going to get lit up in a bad way. Like this girl, Silvana, I mean, she's not like the the eighth wonder of the world or anything, but she can box, she's fast, and she hits like a fucking truck for a throwaway. Like she hits hard and fast. Like she's she may be the biggest puncher in the division, no joke. Yeah. Maybe Lemos, I guess, but Kovalkiewicz is done. I think the, the last fight may maybe like confusing people because that was a fight between two ex-fighters Her and Herrick. I actually thought Felix Herrick was going to to win that fight and that, that was pathetic, no disrespect. Like if you are getting mauled on the ground by Karolina Kowalkiewicz, it's bye-bye. Open a hairdress in salon or something because it's over. It's so fucking over if Kowalkiewicz is out grappling you in that way, bro. She's, I mean, she has always been the same fighter. When she had her durability on, she could be not competitive, but she went five hard rounds with Joanna. You know what I mean? She she used to get lit up, lose, and we move on. But like this, I think this gets ugly on the feet. Is, is Kovalkiewicz going to grapple her? I guess that maybe people are concerned about Juarez grappling, but yeah, she, she got mauled by Godinez. We are talking different animals yeah. here. Kowalkiewicz almost got blinded by, by the Chinese girl. <laughs> like that was a horrendous beating. Andrade killed her. I don't think this is a close fight at boxing range. I think I think Juarez is going to fall her like a fucking chair. But I mean, women's MMA 115. Nothing will surprise me, but I'm playing Juarez to finish. I think just, I think this is going to be a horrendous knockout. Kowalkiewicz is so hitable. You heard it here first. Uh, next up, Atman Zaitar taking on Matt Frivola, a friend of the podcast. I could start this one. I think, well, let's back up a little bit. This fight was made about a year ago, I want to say, maybe even two. I was all over Frivola, Frivola submission. Fight got canceled because Atman Zaitar was trying to sneak something into the hotel, uh, an illegal substance. He has not fought since. Um, this fight got rebooked. Travola opened the favorite about minus 125, minus 130. It has since flipped. People are slamming Azaitar. He's minus 135 on Bet Online. And when I taped it and I saw that Travola was a slight favorite, I said, oh, that's probably about right. Um, I'm going to pass. Now the line's changing. It's getting to the point where it might push me into a Travola bet. I mean, Azaitar outside a KO1, it's just like, how does he win? I, he's not going to win a decision. He can't outgrapple for Vola. Vola wrestling upside, grappling upside, cardio upside, level of competition upside. It's just a matter of how much he gets clipped early is what you have to cap. And I mean, he knocked out Gennaro Valdez in a great fight earlier this year, but I bet on him there thinking he was going to go out there and take the easy route grappling, but instead he kind of just likes to stand and bang. Which, I mean, all the power to him. He's definitely live in a fight like that. I just don't think um, that's the smart game plan here. I, I hope he comes out grappling. I, if he doesn't, I think you'll be holding your breath if you bet him. I think fight doesn't go the distance at minus 200, minus 250 is like solid. That should be 400. Um, I don't see much of a much way of this going decision. I think either as Itar knocks him out early, Vola knocks him out early, or Vola finishes him late. Um, under two and a half is a solid bet at plus 125. Yeah, that'd be great if that existed, but it doesn't. Uh, the under two and a half is like minus 200. So, is that the uh, real person like the avatar? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, just nah, yeah, I just it, it's just line doesn't exist. Um, steamroller versus the bulldozer. Yeah, I don't know what was in his bag. I, I guess we'll never know. 
Yeah, I think... It was uh, obviously drugs. <laughs> it was obviously cocaine. Come on, let's be honest. Uh, I'm not going to confirm, deny, or speculate on that, but we don't know. Um, for Vol, this is minus 150. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't I don't see Zaytar winning this a decision at all. So, long story short, I think the sides in this one are doesn't go the distance and Vol money line. Uh, do you agree with that? Oh, maybe I missed that. Yeah, maybe he meant the under for the fight before. Yeah, that's probably right because it's about yeah. that price. My bad. Sorry, Dan, Danny P. UFC. We apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize in the name of Andrew. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the back, everybody knows what, what was in the back. I think it's death penalty in Abu Dhabi if they catch you with hard drugs. They have, they have a guy like jumping a balcony or something. <laughs> like, he jumped security, ran across the garden and jumped the balcony. <laughs> what do you think was inside the box? Oranges? <laughs> I mean, come on. They wanted to have a, a celebration in the in the room. We, we cannot confirm nor deny, like Andrew said. No, yeah, this, this fight, like, how, how can you justify a tighter price if he doesn't finish early? Because he, he usually kills people when he wins. He has just, he's yet to lose, hasn't really beaten anyone good. But the one, I think it's only one, one time, but the one time we have seen him get extended, he, he gas his real bad. Frebola, I think he's. Almost an auto bet here. I'm waiting because I need to see more props at more sides. But the distance minus 225, I think that's solid. I don't know. I don't know how, how this goes through. Like Frevola's pace is going to melt him. Frevola really needs to, to grapple here. Like if he doesn't grapple, yeah. I don't know what Andrew is going. Just fixing the lamp over here. I mean, I think he's going to grapple. You see, I, I did this. It's becoming a classic. The the moneyball tweet, like Billy, this is mad for Ebola. Yeah. <laughs> he like he liked the tweet. Like he's going to grapple. Yeah, I think so too. Now watch him swing. Twenty seconds in. Oh, it's funny because I I was at the um the UFC Long Island card and he was there. I was talking to him and he just said he can't. He said I can't help myself. I just like to stand and bang. <laughs> Yeah, the guy that, like, when people say, I see red, bro, I see red. Like, he's yeah. that guy. <laughs> he yeah. gets punched once and he goes like, wow, I want to kill this guy, bro. Yeah. Like, he obviously has to shoot here. Yeah, shoot, make him, make him grapple. Ataitar is big for the division. He carries a lot of mass. He's going to gas horribly if they grapple. But who knows? Yeah. It's a good fight. He's been so inactive, too. I mean, he hasn't fought in, like, two years. So, he's fought... Once in 2018, once in 2019, once in 2020, zero times in 2021, and zero times in 2022 so far. He's had literally like five minutes of cage time in the last like five years. He's been training in, in Las Vegas with Joel Alvarez. He probably has some sick front chokes now, so Frevola <laughs> may, may, may get caught in one of those. No, but definitely pulling for Frevola here. Wellington Terman, Andre Petrosky. Petrosky minus 200 here. Uh, he definitely has some wrestling upside. Do you think that's going to be enough? Or, do you, or are you suspect about his cardio? What are your thoughts on this? This is probably the worst the worst line fight of the card. Like, I, I don't know how you get to Petrosky minus 200. Because the guy has like seven minutes of gas. Even in, in his wins, like he, he has two of the worst wins in UFC history. I mean, he won, congratulations. But he extended three rounds two tomato cans like the Jao Thong guy that looked like my father was fighting and this other guy from I don't know where, where they got that guy from contenders not contenders from the ultimate fighter the Gilmore guy I mean come yeah. on give me a break what the fuck is that this is not LFA bro I, like I'm staying up to watch these fights what is this 
And the last fight, I was surprised, honestly. I, I thought Maximov was going to cook him. He got him in an anaconda early. Maximov, I don't know what Maximov did because he choked himself out, basically. But yeah, congratulations, he got it. But I don't, I just, I just don't understand how you end up with Petrovsky minus 200 here because Turman may be a better all-around grappler than him. His gas tank is vastly bigger than Petrovsky. On the field, Petrovsky has some power, but he's not a good striker and he, he depends on explosion. He's, a, he's not a big guy for the division. I, I think if Petrovsky doesn't finish in round one, he's going to get fucking cooked. So, Turman, Turman props. Definitely decide. If Petrovsky goes out and kills him in 45 seconds, I'm still going to say that Turman will decide. <laughs> okay. I'm dying on this hill. Yeah, so I largely agree with you. My only thing is like, if. Petrovsky gets take if the takedowns come easy, he's probably not going to gas because he's going to be on top. And Terman, I mean, he's not great. He's not like amazing off of his back or anything. If Terman makes him work for the takedowns, which I'm just not confident that he will, then Petrovsky might gas later on in a fight. I, I just don't like Terman's wrestling and grappling defense just don't seem good enough to me that I could be that confident he's going to put up a fight. I do agree he's the side. I do think the later this fight goes, the better it is for him. I've just seen too much of him on his back to be confident in him. Does that make like sense? He's 100% going to gas if this gets extended. Like he, he gas is just thinking about fighting. Bro. <laughs> he's one of these guys that cannot even take the back because he's too stocky. You know what I mean? He's like, I don't know. Do you imagine Jeremy Stephens taking someone's back? He has the same build. He cannot do it like physically. Volkanovski cannot take your back. He's that guy. He got, he was like passing and doing whatever he wanted against the Jawson guy, and he was pass, he was gassing. And the, the other guy was like a corpse. He looked like one of these. How do you call this in English? Like this you have in the gym to to practice ground and pound. Oh, the dummy, like the yeah, one of those. He looked like one of those, and Petrovsky was like passing to side control, mount. I don't know. And he he was like having a, a stroke, and the other guy wasn't doing anything, bro. He's one hundred percent going to gas. I would I won't be surprised if Turman submits him from from bottom. Like he did Tirkuno. That was an insane armbar, by the way. That was yeah, so fast. Um, let's see what we got next. Uh, Aaron Blanchfield versus Molly McCann. I can start this one off. <laughs> <laughs> I I obliterated this line. Like the first, like once it got widely available, like minus two fifty, minus two sixty, I shot it to the moon. So sorry about that. Uh, minus four hundred seems about right. I don't know why the UFC is making this matchup. McCann has a lot of hype behind her. Uh, I think Blanchfield is going to take her down. I think she's going to hold her down. I think she's going to beat her up from top. I mean, McCann got taken down by Lara Procopio last year, like 21 or uh, sorry, seven times. And um, yeah, I just, I just think this is a terrible matchup for her. What do you think? I mean, I, I, I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> what the fuck is the UFC doing? Like who is Molly's manager? Because you, you get, I mean, Molly is not a great fighter, but she has got like two insane finishes and she got some hype. She's like Paddy's pet or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you, you get her with Paddy and it does numbers. Well, I don't know. Maybe they want to, to build Blanchfield brand or? because this is Javi versus Michael Johnson people. <laughs> like, what Blanchfield did to Miranda Maverick, that was like, what the fuck? This is a serious grappler. And she's 23. She's getting better. She's a physical girl. And Molly, uh, Molly, Molly's manager is the, 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 the owner of Cage Warriors, that guy, the, the, the coke guy. Yeah, it makes sense now. 
and I think she's going to get racked out. Blanchfield is kind of a liability on the feet, but and she had some issues starting the grappling last time, but um, this girl she fought last time is a very underrated counter wrestler, in my opinion. She looks like a pussy, but she can counter wrestler like a motherfucker. What's her name? I forgot um, it. Aldrich. JJ Aldrich. Yeah. She looks so innocent, but then you shoot a takedown and she's fucking defending. I think she's going to get trips here, like ragdoll here. Blanchfield late round props. Bro, I'm probably going to lose my money, get angry at her when she does it. She does it fucking again, wins 30-25, mauling and not finding the choke, but yeah. I don't think Molly is going to, to accept bottom because she's Molly McCann, the UFC superstar from the UK, and she has to try to get up. She cannot lay there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like other, other girl may be like, yeah, fuck it. I'll wait for next fight. <laughs> but Molly is coming for the belt. She, she, said it, she says it in, in every interview. Valentina is fucking shaking, so she'll try to get up and Blanchfield probably snatch up, snatch up something. I think she's going to finish. This is this is Habib versus Michael Johnson. I don't get anything here. The, the matchmaking, anything. I mean, maybe they. Like, do you think they? It's either one of two things. They either think that Molly is actually good enough to compete with Blanchfield, <laughs> or, or they're just trying to build her. Like, or they're just trying to build Blanchfield for some reason, which would be pretty ruthless, honestly. Can, can you imagine? Like, I guess they they get together in a table or something with Dana and the, the board, and they decide. And someone is like, "Do you know what they are doing next?" Molly McCann versus Shane Blatchfield. And, and everyone is like, yeah, that's a great idea. I, don't, yeah. I, I may, maybe in a way they look it, they look it in a way like if we, if we get Molly in a card where Paddy is not, it doesn't mean one more ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she cannot sell without Paddy, I think, or outside the UK. So maybe they don't give a fuck. She's always going to, to, to sell in Liverpool. She can lose four in a row and then fight in Liverpool in the main event. So maybe they don't care. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think, I mean, maybe she, if, she, if she gets another highlight knockout here, it's it's title fight. Probably. So, but I think she's getting mold. Yeah, we're, we're on the same page there. Dominic Reyes taking on Ryan Spann. Reyes coming off a layoff. <laughs> uh, it's been about a year and a half since he lost to uh, Jerry Prohaska. Do you think he gets back in the win column, or do you think um, you think the losing streak continues? Yeah, sorry, that that's true. They gave her a, a super long contract. Maybe they don't give a fuck. Yeah, I saw that. And what's the next fight? Ah, Sp Spam versus Reyes, right? Yep. Yeah, Reyes. Poor Dominic, bro. It all started with that John Jones decision, which I think he lost, but it, it went. It all went to shit from there. <laughs> His last win is uh, Chris Waitman in 2019. A long layoff has been brutally finished two times. His nose is probably a huge liability. Like it instantly broke again when Prochaska hit him. On that knockout, in my opinion, the most brutal knockout of the year. Like the fall was. I thought he had died for a second. Like his neck, he looked dead. So yeah, who knows where he's at? But Spanish is a gigantic like heavyweight. He's a very good submission catcher. Not a great submission grappler or anything, but he's fucking slick. Great guillotine. It's going to be southpaw versus right-handed fighter. Both like it down the pipe with the right and Reyes with the left. Span no chin, but I think you have to take Span props here. Like, you have to play numbers. But yeah, whoever lands first, whoever lands clean first, probably winning. But yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm picking Reyes here, but not with a lot of confidence. A lot of question marks coming off a couple losses in a row, a couple losses he was finished in. Spen, not great at every – not great at – excuse me, not great at anything. Um, but he's big. He has some finishing power early. I, I'm just going to sit back and watch this one. I don't have much interest from a betting perspective. Yeah, that was a scary knockout for sure. Uh, Reyes in the under – Maybe it could happen. Um, we'll like, who, who, who knows what Reyes is at? Where Reyes is, is exactly. at? Like, this is one of the. He comes out and it's a completely different fighter, and he's a point fighter now, or starts volume low kicking or some bullshit. You know, like, this could be whatever. But I, I think Span numbers don't lie. I think the, the the numbers are with Span in this one. I think betting wise. So yeah, whatever. If he dies, I, I won't be mad. Span by submission plus eight hundred is a crazy line. Uh, Brad Riddell taking on Hanato Moicano. I'll start this one off. I like Riddell here. I think he's the better striker. I think we're getting a good price on him because he's got a couple of losses in a row. Moicano coming off a life-changing beating. He has some grappling upside, I guess, but I don't think his wrestling is that great. I looked into his grappling a lot on tape. A lot of his takedowns come from a body lock. I like my wrestlers shooting to the legs. So I think this primarily plays on the feet where I think – Riddell has finishing has knockout upside. I think Riddell is just better technically. Um, I make him a slight favorite here. I haven't bet it yet because I think the line is going to go towards Moicano a little bit more. But yeah, I, I lean um, Riddell here. What about you? Yeah, I was like, if Moicano by submission is a good number, I'll play it. It's plus four fifty at bet online. I would play that, but I can get like not me, but someone I know can get me that. But for like two hundred, that's not making it. You know what I mean? <laughs> And it's like 280, 265 in other places. There are a lot of... It sucks because for this car, there are a lot of places that have not every prop out yet. But yeah, at plus two something, I'm not going to play it. I have nothing currently. If I can get Moicano by submission around plus 400, I'll probably play it. Who knows where they are at? I think I, think I trust Moicano's team more than Riddell's, which is kind of crazy to say, but Riddell may be shot. He took huge shots uh, against Dover. Kind of no problem, and then bad knockout against Visif. He got instantly hurt against Mularki, eh, not Mularki, against eh, Turner. And yeah, Riddell, I think he's grappling when he's, when he's kind of hurt. Is, like, that was real bad. And Moicano is a legit, legit black belt. If he gets on top of him, he's going to pass Mount, go to the pack, rather easily, in my opinion. So yeah. If you are playing Moicano, you play him inside the distance, I guess. Because... How does a Moicano decision look like? If this, if you tell me this is a three-round fight that happens entirely on the feet, I'm not going to play Moicano because it could be whatever. And you have probably favor Riddell's kickboxing in a linear striking fight. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Moicano kind of smokes him. You know what I mean? Round one, he always tries to go hard, get get his trips. He's, he's very good at that from the body lock. I know that you are an American hater of, the, of all other grappling arts and he doesn't shoot low, like low leg... Takedowns, but he's very good from the body lock. Not everybody can get up. Like not everybody is Hernandez to get up like that, bro. He got up like the Undertaker. If he gets <laughs> on top of you, he's he's good, my kind. One of the best passers in the UFC. His his step over passing to Mount is beautiful. I hope he wins. Kind of hate him for not dying against Los Angeles. <laughs> cost me a lot of money on late round throws. He he beat Hernandez. I thought we had him, but he beat Hernandez. Yeah, I think he's a good fighter, my kind. Always brings it. Yeah. Um, this next fight is like my is becoming my main event at this point. 
Like, what the hell is this line? Why? Uh, you, you, uh, this is like the classic. I did the right thing, but I just lost that like, disgusting amount of money on a Nibar. <laughs> <laughs> on a meme Nibar. On a meme. Like, what the hell is this Dan Hooker versus Claudio Puelas line? This line is literally insane. Dan Hooker was being lined against Michael Chandler similarly. Okay. To this, like, Kraus, Kraus is behind this, bro. Yeah. It has I mean, to be Kraus again. <laughs> he knows about the injury. <laughs> Dude, like this line is insane. I mean, Islam Makachev, Islam Makachev took down Hooker and submitted him. So that means Claudio Poilis is going to the guy who struggled with Chris Gritzmacher. Bro, he's the best Peruvian fighter of all time. Yeah, that that's saying much. Um, <laughs> yeah, money coming. This is beyond confusing to me. I think Hooker should be like a big favorite here. Um. Yeah, the line is is what it is. Maybe some people are modeling like the youth and the wins versus Hooker having lost a couple in a row, but Hooker lost to like the cream of the crop. His strength of schedule is amazing. If you look at a couple of guys whose names you might know, like Dustin Poirier went one for seven on takedowns against Hooker. Ally Quinn went 0 for three. Burns went 0 for one. It's just knocked him out. Like Hooker knocked Poirier out. Like the bell saved him, but he knocked him out. Ten more seconds and that fight is over. Poirier would, would have never been even interim champion. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do I see Hooker win? This decision, knockout. Hooker's the better. I mean, people aren't ready to hear this, but Hooker's the better wrestler of the two. Poirier literally needs to land on top and find a submission, which I guess could happen. I just I cannot wrap my head around how this line is not like minus 250, minus 300. Okay. Um, on the feet, like he could land something, I guess, but like – he, all he really has on the feet is a decent left body kick, and Hooker is a much better striker. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong here. I, I don't see it. I think Hooker's a big favorite. What do you think? Yeah, and Poyas is the best grappler in the UFC. Poyas by Nibar. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, bro. Like, I guess that you don't want to be laying juice on Dan Hooker because, I mean, the Mahachev loss doesn't count. Like, yeah. Mahachev and Poyes don't, don't even play the same sport. If yeah. Mahachev got, got a hold of Poyes, it would be he, that would probably end up in a jury, prison time, bad, bad things. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, he cut to 145. He looked like a fucking corpse. And Allen kind of meme rushed him and caught him and hurt him and then finished him. That that was horrible by Allen. He could have died. I mean, I, I guess it worked and oh, Arnold Allen, greatest fighter ever. Okay, congratulations. He got caught himself in, inside that exchange. But, and he was much faster. But at 155, I mean, the, the hooker that fought Nasrat Haxparat last year puts Poyas in a body bag. Like, is, is, is Hooker completely done because he lost to Mahachev and Allen at 145? I don't think so. Puelles is not a puncher. He can kick a little bit, but he's, he's... I mean, this motherfucker is not good at MMA. I don't I don't know how, how he has done this. Like, how is how he has ended in, in this fight? Because if he wins, this, I guess he gets a, a top 10 next or a top 5? Or... I hope not. I don't know. I'm, I'm concerned about him. Imagine if he wins and he has to face... Rafael Fisif next. And then what? He dies and they sue Dana White. Dana White has a family. I don't know. He's not a good fighter. Do you know what, what drives me insane is the way he's winning. Like, not even not, not even that it's a Nibar. Like, the way he's getting these Nibars. Like, are people not rolling in camp or what? 
because the Cly the Clyde Guida was the worst one. Yeah, it was bad. Do you see how, how he got that Gniva? Like, what is Guida doing? Like, watching live, my, my brain, like, I had a stroke. I was like, what, what I have just watched? What, what is Guida doing? I don't know. Like, so yeah, Poyes by Nibar. He's somehow going to win by Nibar after getting beat down for 13 minutes. I think Hooker is going to stop him, mold him in a horrible way, like sprawl and brawl, hit him to the body. Like, Hooker is much better than him, unless he's completely done. But yeah, it's MMA and the most stupid outcome tends to happen. I actually think Hooker is going to win by, sub by submission, not Poyes. Guillotine choke. Good. Um, I, think, I think it's going to be like half dying and going to shoot the worst double leg in the history of the sport. And Hooker has a sick guillotine. Yeah. I mean, this guy, this guy knocked out in a dominant way Gilbert Barnes at 155. Gilbert yeah. Barnes is a welterweight contender now and an ADCC champion. Gilbert Barnes shot on Dan Hooker and almost got choked with a guillotine and had to disengage. And now Poyas is going to meme Nibar this guy? I guess yes, because MMA is fucking stupid and I don't know why do we bet in this, on this sport, but yeah, my official prediction is hooker by guillotine. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, we only got a couple fights left. Guys, if you haven't already, like and subscribe. Run this up, 50th episode. Um, Frankie Edgar's swan song. He's going to retire after this fight Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> a long, illustrious career. If he wins, he's not retiring. You know it, right? Like, if he wins, he's getting the mic and he's, I got one more run in me. Give me Peter Jan. Like, 100%. <laughs> Um, he is a plus 185 underdog to Chris Gutierrez. Gutierrez, definitely the better striker, I think, at this point. I think Frank Yeager's path to victory is mixing in the wrestling. Gutierrez, not a bad grappler. I wouldn't say he's a good grappler either. I, I think Gutierrez wins, but I, I'm not confident in it from a betting perspective. I would It would be Edgar a pass. The line I like here is the over two and a half. Um, there's some minus 150 out there. I actually goes the distance is minus 112 on FanDuel. I might elect to take that instead. Gutierrez doesn't throw many head strikes. So, I mean, a leg kick TKO could happen. They're pretty rare. He could catch Edgar, I guess. Edgar is 42. I think Edgar's finishing upside is very low. So, I do like the over two and a half here. I think this fight goes to decision at a high clip. Um, I'm curious what you have on this one. Yeah, I, this guy, I know it's meme, but in Spanish it's meme, okay? And this is not my first language, and sometimes it's difficult. Like, this is stupid words. I know it's meme in English. Yeah, I mean, I have lost so much money on Chris Gutierrez refusing to finish people in round three. People that are completely dead by themselves, and they, he just decides to let them leave for some reason. And then the one time that it looks like he's going to get that third round stoppage, he, he rolls on a spinning elbow and gets the knockout of the night. So yeah, fuck him. I think he's going to stop Frankie. I mean, Frankie, last four fights. I mean, he was kind of competitive against Vera, but style make, styles make fights. And if you can get takedowns, you can be competitive against Vera until, until the damage piles up. <laughs> but he, the re reality is he has been no brutally, like not knocked out, brutally knocked out in three of his last four fights. And I think Gutierrez is going to hurt him and finish him. I'm not big on it. I have a little bit on knockout and Gutierrez round three is mandatory bet here. He's going to give me back all my money eventually before he retires on one of these round three bets. But yeah. So my official prediction is Gutierrez 30-25 and Frankie on one leg. <laughs> 
Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, the next fight, the reason you all tuned in, I'm going to talk about Carla Esparza versus Zhang Weili. Let's start from the beginning here. <laughs> Carla Esparza was you're, the you're UFC... not going to believe what I'm going to say. Carla Esparza was the UFC champion a while back. She lost the belt. She won a bunch of fights in a row via wrestling that's what she does she wrestles in a division where there aren't much where there aren't many wrestlers she fought rose namiunis earlier this year and yeah someone said poor air fight not before this one yeah okay i'll, I'll touch on the poor I, air fight too I, I, have, I, have that that fight, you know? um, I was just so eager to talk about this and best fight i just out of order we i bet Esparza big against Rose. Rose refused to engage versus Esparza. It was practically a staring contest that you might as well have flipped the coin and have some respect. Who the hell do you think you're talking to? I'm sitting here giving a dissertation on one of the best betting lines that you'll ever see. You'll sit there and you'll listen and you'll like it no matter how I'm sitting. Anyway, um, they had a staring contest. They gave the decision to Carla. It was a 50-50 fight. She was plus 200, whatever. On to the next fight. We have Carla taking on Zhang Weili, who's never really fought a wrestler before, who was held down on her back by Rose Namajunas, of all people, a year ago in MSG. And now Weili is minus 400 against Carla. I don't get it. I just, I just don't. <laughs> I get it. Listen. You're not going to tell me anything new here. Zhang is the better striker. She's more physical. That's more than baked into the line. Yes, sure. Zhang should be the favorite here. But minus 400 just doesn't make sense. Like This is the spot that I will bet 100 out of 100 times. I mean, I just cannot. I watched that Rose fight back, and it's like the grappling defense just isn't there. And it's like, okay, you can get better at grappling in a year. You could get better at wrestling in a year. But you cannot improve the gap that much to where you just look like a new fighter especially not at this point maybe if you're like 19 years old you'll have a shot but i, I i'm picking zhang to win i think this betting line is insane though i think zhang i can't get past minus 200 i, I know you're gonna have some different thoughts but that's my uh, that's my lecture for the day you're done i'm done yeah, yeah. chinese girl go <laughs> 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 I don't know. I think, like, I get where everybody picking, not picking, but betting Sparta is coming from. I think the line's probably right. But if she is alive after three rounds and there has been some, pay, some pace, it's on. Because thank gases. She goes hard and she's muscular, but she gases. You are not going to believe this, but I actually took a tiny bit of, the, of Sparta round four and round five because it's like, I, I don't want to bet this, but like, like the when when I thought I was out the pool, me working like in the Godfather, bro. It's sixty to one, fifty six to one round four, sixty one to one round five. Like I have to take that because how does a Carla win look like? If she wins, there's a lot of wrestling going on, a lot of pace going on, and she's on top, and she's probably passing. I would rather play Sparta late than her money line. But yeah, I mean, I think Thang is going to kill her, and I I actually think Thang is going to out wrestle her early. Because, yeah, Sparta is very good at wrestling, but she's not going to out-wrestle a man. You know what I mean? 
Like, I don't think people realize how much bigger Thang is than Sparta. Thang is big. Like, he's a, she's a flyweight making strawweight. Sparta, I mean, yeah. On the feet, she's drawing dead. She has to wrestle. Thang versus Namayunas. That was indeed a robbery, not the Neumeriano fight. That was a fucking robbery. But Namatraumas is protected by everyone. The UFC, the government of the United States, it's, it's a disgrace. Yeah, that was a horrendous decision. Like, Thang really won. But, and she did that to herself. Like, she opened the door of, to getting robbed because she made very poor decisions on top. But the Jedrechic fight was very impressive last time out. Like, nobody has ever done that to Joanna wrestling-wise. I don't give a fuck about the striking, hurting her, whatever. Like, she mauled her. And she looked good on top. She wasn't getting easy get-ups or anything. And Joanna is the best ever at that. So, yeah. I honestly think Carla is going to shoot. Thang is going to sprawl. And then we are going to witness an assassination life. <laughs> but, yeah. Maybe Sparta can extend it. And, you know, like, half her face falling off. Starts <laughs> getting takedowns. Who knows? I think she's going to die. I, I haven't played Thang inside the distance because I have to play that and go. Because what is the discrepancy between the lines? Maybe Sparta lands the, the head kick of a, of a lifetime or something. It's not going to happen. And by yeah. the way, I, I have not watched Sparta versus Rose Dos, and I, I don't plan on ever yeah. watching it. There's there's no point. And the other thing I'll say, two things actually. Um, I don't think Zhang could fight off the back foot like Rose did. In this fight, like Rose was kind like, of just fighting on the back. Thang foot. is not, not letting that happen. Thang she is doesn't going do that. Fight. And she also like, throws like she throws these hard leg kicks where she winds up and throws them. I just think that's a perfect opportunity for Carla to shoot. And yeah, Zhang could mix in some takedowns here. I, I see people are saying like, yeah, I, I, it's not really a hot take. Like she's minus four hundred. Like I don't know. I I think she's strong. She could get some takedowns, but Sparza off of her back has way better get ups than Zhang does off her back. And it's not like a hot take. Like saying like. Zhang's probably going to win. She's the minus 400 favorite. Violently. 80% implied. Like, I don't know. I think um, Carla's the side here. I didn't go crazy on her this time. I, I bet her for a couple of units, but um, yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't watch that shit. Like, it was the same time as Canelo versus Bivol. Do you remember? Dude, I was sitting here nervous, like basically max betting a coin flip at plus 185. Like, they, were, they literally could have just flipped the coin. They didn't do anything. I was like, how is this going, Andrew? I remember you were watching with John. I was watching B-Ball box his fucking face off. That was <laughs> glorious. I thought we were going to get rough, but that was a good one. Yeah, uh, if, if Sparta wins this, she has an argument for greatest stroke weight of all time. 100%. Which is fucking sad. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't think she is, but she has... I mean, she beat the Mayunas twice. If she beats Stang... For me, Joanna is the greatest, but yeah, I think Sparta is going to die. But if she, if she wins, it's it's going to be a good fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Sparta win is not going to be 50-45 and she looks she comes out looking good. She's going to. I mean, she's she's not going. <laughs> she's not looking good either way. Even if she doesn't get that, <laughs> but she's going to be like yeah, half her face falling off and shit. Good fight. Would you be surprised if Tang is like kind of butchering her from bottom? Like Tony Ferguson style? Yeah, I would. I, I, I will not. Like from the guard, elbows and shit like Carl that. Pa Carl's a pretty good passer. Oh, yeah. She's prime Frankie Edgar. I mean, like, is she not? Is she not a good passer? She isn't really staying guard. Yeah, against Xiaonan, yeah. 
I don't know what happened there because she she just survived two full rounds against Mackenzie then and against against Esparza it looked like she had never grappled that was wild. Yeah, I think yeah. I think she, she's all right, but I don't know. I hope she does. Like my my most uh, favorable outcome is Esparza finishing late. That would be a massive payout. So yeah, I don't think goes. I don't think doesn't go the distance is bad. At plus a hundred or minus one ten, whatever that is. I feel like. If Zhang's going to cover a minus 400, she's going to finish her. I think if Carlos gets a lot of top time, she could break her late. Thank is thank Moneyline is unplayable, in my opinion. Yeah. Like if, she, if she wins. I mean, if she wins three rounds, it means she has hit Esparza a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dustin Poirier taking on Michael Chandler. I could start this one off. I, when this initially got announced, I was looking to bet Poirier. I, I didn't really like it the more I taped it. If they go out there and bang... Poirier probably knocks Chandler out. Chandler front-loaded, doesn't have a ton of gas. But if he goes out there shooting and mixing and wrestling, like I think I've always said this, I think Poirier is a pretty bad grappler, all things considered. Like, I don't mean bad. Like, for the top of the division, his grappling is not that great. Chandler doesn't go to his wrestling a lot. But we saw him go to it when Ferguson hurt him. We saw him go to it when Gaethje hurt him. If Chandler, yeah, like, like Hollywood hitters said, if Chandler – brings his wrestling shoes. I think he's very live here, but if he doesn't, I think he looks like a pretty good size underdog. So a lot of different outcomes could happen here. I'm probably going to pass. Uh, what do you think? I think there is a very clear path for Chandler here grappling. Will he do it? No, because he's Ameri America's champion, bro. <laughs> but if he gets scared, he may start shooting like a bitch and win the fight. You know what I mean? What do you think about uh, Chandler decision plus 800? No, I bet Chandler plus 190. But, I mean, people are making this out to be like the, the chances of Poirier finishing Char Chandler are much higher than the chances of Chandler finishing Poirier. I don't think that's the case. If the fight gets extended and it becomes an extended boxing exchange because they don't really kick, yes. And Poirier is more durable than him probably, but... Chandler has a much bigger punch, especially early. And would you be surprised if he just folded Dustin like a chair in an exchange early? Like with the right hand? <laughs> Southpaw versus right-handed fighter again. Chandler is right-hand dominant. Goes hard inside. He threw a right-hand against Tony Ferguson that if he hits that right-hand, Tony dies. He missed by like by an inch in round yeah. one. So yeah, why not? Well, it would have been better for him if he just got hit with that because then he wouldn't have had to get kicked. By that it. was an early stoppage. <laughs> Tony was rolling for a leg. <laughs> He's at Harvard now. I couldn't believe that, bro. I had Tony round two and round three, and I was like, this is this is fucking cashing. And then he comes out, and five seconds in, he gets hit with the biggest soccer kick in the history of the game. Yeah, that was insane. That was crazy. Like, I, 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 like when I watched it live, I, I couldn't believe it was physically possible for, for Chandler to, to kick Tony in the, in the face like that. You know what I mean? Like He's like a midget next to Tony. How did he do that? Yeah, crazy flexibility and athleticism. No, I mean like the the idea of I'm going to soccer kick him in the head from out of nowhere. <laughs> how yeah. do how do you get to that conclusion? But that was that was one of the of the biggest flukes in the history of the sport. No, no, I mean I'm not get not taking anything away from Chandler. You know what I mean? But it was like what the fuck? <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, I think Chandler if he gets on top. Yeah, Poirier is not a good grappler. He went on an insane run, but he didn't face any any grapplers. And when he when he faced grapplers, he got basically raped. He's not a good defensive wrestler. So yeah. 
that there is a path for Chandler. He has more paths, and at, at this price, I think he's the side. Would I be surprised if Dustin hurts him and finishes him? Not, a, not at all, because Chandler, I don't know, sometimes he looks fucking glass, but against, against Gaethje, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that either. Like, he had Gaethje hurt so many times, and he ate some shots from Gaethje that I was like, this is not the same fighter that I have seen before. He looks like glass, or he looks like iron. I don't know. Maybe this, this is a, an insane war or something, but I don't think so. I think somebody's going out. Yeah. Uh, main event time. Guys, before you <laughs> dive into it, like, subscribe, run this one up. Episode 50. Uh, we've been enjoying doing this. Magic, uh, the floor is yours for Pereira versus Adesanya. I'm going to let you start this one. I, I think you have a strong opinion here. As, as our, our striking specialist of the post, <laughs> he has a strong opinion on this one. Yeah, I, I actually do. I think Adesanya is the clear side here. I, I would make this about minus 300. But Izzy at minus 170-ish. I just think outside of an early-ish KO, Pereira, I don't see many paths to victory for him. Let's tell the story again. They fought twice in kickboxing. The first fight, close decision, kind of. A lot of people thought Adesanya won. That was many years ago. Second fight, Adesanya was beating him up really bad. Would have finished him if it was an MMA fight. Um, just beating, basically beating the crap out of him until he got knocked out. Fast forward many years later, Adesanya is the champion of the world. Pereira has had seven MMA fights. He's clearly a dangerous striker. I just think over five rounds, he, he's got a challenge here. Adesanya, their de- if you look at their striking defense, prayer and kickboxing kind of just covers his face with the big gloves. Whereas Adesanya, he's very evasive, doesn't like to get hit. Then you take a look at age, experience. Adesanya, two years younger than Pereira, but three times the experience. I think he has cardio upside. He's just, I don't know, man. I think that Adesanya rolls here unless he – gets clipped, which can happen. Like, it's MMA. It could happen. Pereira does have crazy power. I just think Adesanya is going to be wearing minute, excuse me, winning minutes. I don't think there's going to be much grappling here for anyone, but if it were to go to someone, it'd probably be Adesanya mixing in a takedown or two. Again, I don't think that's going to happen. I also think Adesanya is probably the better clinch fighter. So I think minus 300 would be about a more accurate line. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Thanks. Yeah, I actually think Adesanya is going to like humiliate him, like destroy him. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if he fights another fucking stinker for a 50-45. I hope not because I think Pereira is going to bring the fight. Yeah, I think Adesanya is going to knock him out brutally. I think he's going to make it look easy because there is. I, we have talked about Pereira before. I, I bet Strickland against Pereira. Okay, that happened. But <laughs> people make it out to be like this is the best striker to ever grace the kickboxing ring or something. Like, okay, he was great. I have watched him for years. Not one of the greatest kickboxers ever. One of the greatest punchers ever in kickboxing, probably, but he's great at setting people up. Insane left hook and insane power, but it's not like the guy is very, very hitable. He's not super fast. He's, he just has very good timing and very good setups. Like, he, he set up Strickland like an idiot. Like, he, he fainted twice and third time left hook upstairs, and that was it. And Strickland is, I mean, that, that was so moronic. That was like the perfect Strickland fight. But yeah, I, I think, I, I mean, Adesanya has fought two very, very boring fights, but people forget that when people come to him, they get hurt, they get countered hard. He's very precise, very fast. He has power. I feel like he has much, much more effective range than 
Pereira, if that makes sense, even though Pereira is bigger. Pereira is more of a tight guy. Like Br Bruno Silva was putting it on Pereira. He hurt, it, hurt him at times. He's super hitable, I think. I mean, if, if Pereira brings the fight, I think Adesanya is going to be faster and first to the target and hurt him and finish him. And the people saying that Adesanya may grapple change sports. I mean, Pereira is fucking massive and Adesanya cannot grapple a banana. How is he going to grapple? He's a noodle. Pereira is a heavyweight making middleweight. I don't know how he does it. Like he's, he's huge. He's bigger than I thought, honestly. When he was next to Strickland, I was like, what the fuck? I was wrong. He's huge. But yeah. I think Adesanya does this in, inside two rounds. Maybe wrong. Could, could Pereira knock him out silly? Yeah, he can knock out anyone silly on a given night. I, I think Adesanya is a much better striker. Yeah. Um, Lambo parlay time. Let's run it. If anyone has any questions, leave them in the chat. So doesn't go the distance around minus one five, minus one ten. It's pretty good, in my opinion. I lean that too. And if Adesanya fights a stinker, just, I don't know, tag him on Twitter and say bad things. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> I, I, I hate people that tag the fighters. Do you know when you tweet something and then someone responds and tag the, tags a fighter? It's like, this is exactly the kind of shit that make people think you are retarded, but don't do this. You want to do yours first? Yeah, I played some already. I'm logging because I forgot. I can do mine. Um, I got a few inside the distance. I've got... Wait, you, you, are get, you are getting risky lately. It, it must be doing the pod with me. Yeah. You, are, you are becoming a player. It took 50, it took 50 episodes, but I got... Travola inside the distance, Blanchfield inside the distance, Adesanya inside the distance, Esparza inside the distance, 100 to win 28,000. You played Esparza inside the distance? Mm -hmm. What line is that? This plus 1,000 at Bet365. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Oof, that's a tasty line. All time finisher Esparza. I, I mean, I played her late, small, as I said, but. I watched her record. <laughs> the last the last fighter she stopped was Jan. That was horrible. And before that, the last fighter she stopped was Namayunas by Choke in the first initial belt fight. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to happen. Mm, I like Blanchfield inside the distance, Turman inside the distance, Span inside the distance, and Adesanya inside the distance. 100 to win 20,000. Okay. Which, which is undoubtedly hitting. Everything is hitting except Blanchfield, who is going to win 30-23. Thoughts on the press conference if you watched it? Kind of boring. Nothing. I didn't, I didn't watch it. When was this? Today. It was like an hour ago. I'll tell you what I hate at these press conferences. When the people grab the mic and say, bro, I'm betting this weekend. Are you a lock? Like, it's the most cringe thing ever. Like, people just, say this? Yeah, it happens like every press conference. Someone said it today, and it's just like, when, when there are like interesting fights or talkers, I sometimes watch live. I didn't watch this one. I, I, I didn't realize it was on. Adesanya is... I, I don't like Adesanya at all as a character. He's like fucking cringe. He's a very good fighter, but I wouldn't be super upset if he gets knocked out silly. Not really. I'd be upset. Anyway, whoever wins is just holding the belt for Mamba Malkun. <laughs> soon. Very soon. Very soon. Imagine prayer Malkun... This is what needs to happen. Izzy beats Malcoon, or sorry, Izzy beats Pereira. Malcoon gets Pereira coming off a loss. 
Dog walks him, gets a title shot. Easy. I think Malkun is going to fight in the Australia card. I think they have to ride because he's undoubtedly the biggest star from Australia. Mm-hmm. Probably Volkanovski Komain. Yeah. No, but I think he's going to fight. I think they are going to do Dolitze versus Malkun. Could be. And the winner gets like a good fight. Someone like Vettori or Brunson. And then it's on. Mamba Malkun, title shot. Don't you think he would be like Vettori? Like, seriously? No, I don't think he would beat Vettori. <laughs> Bro, he would ragdoll Vettori. <laughs> well, how is Vettori stopping the single leg? Like, I don't know. He's going to sprawl. There is no sprawling to that. That technique is unstoppable. It's not like someone's shooting on you, bro. He gets the single leg and it's over. Like there is, there is like no negotiation, you know. He runs the pipe, trip, and that's it. Once and again and again. I think is he? I don't know. Silva in his prime was just so good. It's hard to say. Adesanya is better than Anderson Silva ever was. Hot take. Yeah, maybe, but like for his time, you know, because it's all retro. It's all like. Yeah, I mean. I, if he has to make some some more differences, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Silva was great, but it's too early. You, I I feel like it's unfair to compare people to people from different stages because the sport evolves. You know what I mean? Like Volkanovski would beat the living shit out of BJ Penn. Yeah. Not BJ Penn, but someone smaller, the featherweight champion. Yeah. Probably, I guess. Maybe I chose a, a, a very bad example because BJ Penn was a fucking freak and could compete in this era and actually be very good, in my opinion, but other fighters. Like, Waithman pretty much dominated Silva. No, people are always talking about that. Don't you think, like, Prime Romero, like, assassinates Anderson Silva? Like, oh. gets on top and does whatever he wants. Like, he can piss on him if he wants. He doesn't really shoot. <laughs> Yeah, what is what is Anderson going to do? Like Romero, Romero will just pick him up with one hand and smash him. Romero doesn't really shoot takedowns though. Oh, he did. Ask Jacare. Ask all those people. Yeah, I guess so. He was so good. He didn't even need to. It's it's ridiculous that he was never the champion, best fighter ever. Um, I, I think we've answered this one about Bo Nickel before. It's too early to tell. I think he definitely have a, a good shot to beat Pereira right now. Yeah, I think it's very good, but it, this is a meme. I think that Bo- Bonical probably gets hit by someone randomly, loses, and people are like, oh, he was never good. I think he beats Pereira relatively easily. But who knows? Maybe he has five minutes of gas. Like, you cannot know. Malcolm versus GM3, I fuck with that too. But uh, Malcolm would be minus 1,000. You cannot, you cannot get guillotine from that single leg. The head is too far away. I think GM3 is drawing that. Who's the guy to be Izzy at 185? Malkun. <laughs> I would bet Malkun. Like, I would bet Malkun. People keep doubting him. I, I, I swear to God, you think I'm joking every time I say this, but I would bet Malkun. Like, give me Malkun plus 400 or whatever. All my money. What's he going to, what is he going to do? Kelvin Gastelum took him down, bro. Um, like Vettori, Vettori took him down. He's a shit offensive wrestler. Malcolm will get a, like he will get his, it's a, it's a signature technique already. Like it's it's like GSP's double leg, the Malcolm trip. Um, do you believe Whitaker is a better fighter than Adesanya? No, I don't. I mean, they they have fought twice, bro. <laughs> I mean, um, it's, a, it's it's styles makes fights. 
Maybe Whitaker is better suited to fight in every style, but Alsanya is the better fighter, I think. Obviously, nobody loses after coming to the pod. Oh, wait. I just want I wanted to read a message really quick. I asked the cheese roller. I was going to have the cheese roller come if on. We are, uh, if we, uh, I was going to ask him if, if we are grappling. I was going to say, hey, we are grappling this weekend, right? <laughs> so, I, I, was, I was talking to him today, and I said, do you want to come on the show and surprise Magic tonight? And he said, yes. I was going to bring him in just for his brother's fight. And he said, um, yo, bro, I ended up – he wanted me to read this message. Yo, bro, I ended up going to a sauna slash cold plunge with Maddie to sweat it out. I don't know if I'll make it back in time. If you want to let Magic know his tweet about Maddie is pretty much spot on. And I like the idea of Frivola money line and fight doesn't go the distance. Th- th- think this is a bet that can't lose and at worst hedges because only path to victory for Ottman is a finish. No chance at winning a decision. That's- yeah, we are grappling here. <laughs> <laughs> money, the motherfuckers at money line. Like this guy is shooting 30 takedowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's obvious he has to grapple. Yeah, you couldn't pay you couldn't pay Magic enough money to go to a meet and greet on Long Island. I mean, I could go on Sucker Punch King. Have you thought about that? <laughs> Come on. Oh, I, I would win that fight. Don't disrespect me like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, hang on. Yeah, Olivier is winning the title. I bet he's, him my, he's, my, he's minus 300. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I got minus 250 on that. Like for I'm like, game. okay, I think he's going to win. I guess I'll play him by decision minus 125 or whatever. It's five rounds, though. I think he's going to finish them. It's five rounds? Yeah, Stevie yeah. Ray is one of the most idiotic fighters of all time. Not him, but his fights. It's like, can be whatever. Roberto Soldic, I think, I mean, I was fucking disappointed that he signed with one, but I don't think he can pass you, Sada, and be the same guy. Like, he's on nuclear shit. Yeah. Like, he's not passing you, Sada. Moreno. I mean, what? <laughs> Namatraumas is always last. They are making a documentary about her, bro. Like, who the fuck wants to see this shit? The other day, I'm watching the fights, and between the fights, they are announcing this Namayunas documentary about her hardships and bullshit. What the fuck? I mean, what, what part is Pat Barry taking in this documentary? <laughs> or, or is this going to be a, a two-part documentary? Yeah, I don't know. No comment from me on that. Um, you have anything you'd like to say to the people after 50 long, hard, tough episodes? Yeah, I'm tired of doing this bullshit at 1 a.m. This is over. It's been our last episode. Fucking pay me or it's over. <laughs> no, I mean, it's all right. It's fun doing it. I guess it helps some people. Is that, is that people? Th- I think people think this helps us, helps us a lot or something. I haven't had any difference in regards of selling juicy picks or whatever since we started. We have actually made zero dollars from this because I have not entered my <laughs> my data into YouTube, so we have not received any money. So yeah, it's great. We're working for free. Yeah. And it's um, all right. No, it's fun. We appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. You. Hopefully we... Uh... I, see, I see everybody like... Nowadays, everybody has an MMA podcast, you know, on Twitter. Yeah. I see a lot of people announcing them. And every one of them thinks their post is the sharpest, the best and the sharpest. I'm not going to say it's the sharpest, but it's certainly the best, the better looking podcast on, on the scene. Because I don't know what's going on on Twitter. Bro. Like 80% of these people look like they escaped the zoo. Yeah. Oh, on that note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that one. On that. on that note, thank you guys. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll be back next week for the uh, 
November 19th card, which is headlined by, I don't even remember. Um, Derrick Lewis versus Sergey Spivak. Mega card. We're going to have yeah, two. After this bad card, we get a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 282 cool. is getting closer. That's the best, the biggest card ever. Don't miss the podcast for that for that episode. Topuria, Alexander the Great, Teixeira. Oof. It's the best card ever. You told me that you don't like it, but. I like it. Darren Till versus Dricus Duplessis. Instant classic, bro. Could be. Father's plan Till. <laughs> Can you imagine if he comes out and wrestles? No, I can't. Me neither, because he cannot wrestle. That was yeah. a joke. <laughs> no. All right. Thanks, guys. See you next week.